Hello. In this podcast, I sit down with friends I have met through the LGBTQIA plus family. We discuss anything from personal stories, LGBT history, and much, much more. I'm Todd Gilby, and this is Our Story. Hello, and welcome to Our Story. The mini, or something like that. How are you feeling today? Are you comfortable? Are you having your morning coffee? I'm currently in a car park. I decided to film, film. I decided to record my podcast today in my car. My car is now my little studio on the road. It's just nice to do it in a different space that isn't in my room. I can really, for me, I can really be vulnerable here because I know that no one is listening. Um, so I can be fully, fully focused on what I want to say. Um, so I know the lockdown has been really tough. I hope that you have managed to have some connection with other people around you, either with family or friends, in a bubble. I hate that word, bubble, bubble. But it is what it is. And hopefully soon all this little lockdown trauma of the past year will be easing. So let's just take our time and slowly adjust to the changes that are imminently coming. I wanted to do a casual chat with you and share just some of the ways that I've made my lockdown experience that much more bearable um, and even quite productive. It's not been without its tough and testing moments um, because I've 100% been extremely tested from time to time. But I do feel that I've managed to grow and overcome those experiences. Now, as far as we know, our lockdown in the UK is coming to an end soon. Breathe in, everyone. It's coming to an end. But, there's always a but. It's not going to happen immediately. Even if we have dates um, given to us by the government, I think mentally, we need to prepare in a way um, that the effects of the lockdown, of the many lockdowns, have had on us. I think those effects will go on for quite some time after things relax and open up, and that's okay. I would just say that you need to try and do what you feel makes you comfortable um, with the changes that are coming into place. 
Lockdown for me has been with its highs and lows. Back in the first lockdown in March 2020, it was a really hard time where I was living. I was living in a home that was uncomfortable in the terms of, well, in regards of who I was living with. Um, I'm not going to throw them under the bus. It's just, it wasn't a sociable home and we didn't see eye to eye. And it's just not, it just wasn't comfortable to live in. I really need um, that human connection and a little bit of social as well, especially when you're at home, you want to feel at ease. It's, you know, one of the many places where it's, it's, it's your nest. It's in, for me, it's my little nest. It's my little, it's my space to be fully, fully me and, and feel really grounded with no worries. And I just didn't have that there. There wasn't much I felt I could do to improve that situation either. So I made the decision to move and I moved into, I moved closer into the heart of Cambridge. And then a couple of months along, I moved into another house, um, which has so much more space and an extremely lovely group of guys there who have just been welcoming since day one. So that's two moves, two upheavals during a pandemic. Browsing room rental sites literally became a hobby of mine. Not, not an exciting hobby and not fun viewing random houses, but it was an experience. I'm so glad that I took the initiative to jump when I needed to. I wasn't happy, I wasn't sleeping, I had, um, I had anxiety so high, it felt like there was a knife in my chest with, along with heart palpitations. It sounds so extreme when I say it back like that, but that's how intense it felt at the time. I could be brought to tears when I was on the phone to my mum, telling her how unhappy I was. Um, so I've become quite good at checking in with myself and seeing where I'm at in terms of how I'm feeling. I have to think to myself, what is it I need? Is it food, sleep? Do I need to go away and be a hermit for a few hours to recover from the busy of the world around me? I like using the word hermit. I use it every now and again, slash quite often. It's pretty to the point of what I need from time to time. In a way, lockdown actually gifted me months of time to dig into discovering even more about myself. I know gifted will sound like a strange word to use in terms of the lockdown, but it's, and it's been a really trying time for all of us with massive uncertainties, work and financial concerns, loss of friends um, or family as well. And I'm not exempt from any of that either. With each of the lockdowns that came, what are we on now? I think the third. We're, so we're coming out with the third soon. So that's, yay, finally. Um, I managed to figure out how to approach each one a little bit better, 
each time. Like the first one, such a struggle, like I said, with the move and everything. Second, second one, which I think was uh, November. Slightly difficult. It was only a month long, so that's okay. By the time the third one came around in January, end of December, January 2021, uh, like the first few weeks were really difficult, like reworking or figuring out a routine again after you try and structure one and then you just almost have to erase it because I had no work. I then just had to reestablish what I was doing in some form of something. Took a took a few weeks to get to that point, and then I think towards the end of January, it felt okay. I could manage my time, do a different task, create something. I have to keep creative. It's such a huge part of who I am, especially in hair. We're always creating. Um, it puts my mind into that zone. So even simple moments like sitting down and enjoying my morning coffee, which I will always make time for unless my routine changes or a quick coffee. And I don't think that'll be happening. It's so essential for me. Um, it's part of my ritual in the morning. And and with that, like I, I baked uh, breakfast muffins uh, inspired by Joe Wicks. If you know him, the sporty, curly-haired man. Um, so taking my muffin, having my coffee in the morning, just sitting down. That is like a little moment to myself, my ritual, where I can kind of think about how I'm feeling, what do I need to do today, just have a little check-in. And with that, I would probably look into my notes on my phone. I've become a notaholic. My phone is full of notes. Having all these little notes down, it keeps me organized and my brain is then clear of thinking, what do I need to do next? Um, these notes could include anything from to do today, to do next week, book recommendations, goals, and even the occasional how am I feeling note. Food has always generally been a thing for me in terms of I love it, and I've just really gotten into healthy eating, um, whatever that might be for you. I know it differs for everyone. In when I So when I say healthy eating, it's... Uh, it sort of led me into looking into meals that are nutritionally going to nourish me. Um, and I've done that through sort of basic research. So they give me that um, well-rounded nutrition. They're still really tasty, but they're textured and they're colourful, just like in creating whatever, whatever, all my clothes, I like colour, I like texture. Um, that being said, healthy, nutrition, blah, blah. I won't hesitate from inhaling a packet of Oreos and I will literally sit there and smash them down. It's so good. Um, 
can't take away the Oreos. You can't take away the giant pizza from me. Um, but as long as my, my sort of main meals um, generally are on the healthier side and the more nutrition side, um, I don't think I need to worry too much about the odd inhalation of Oreos. So during the lockdown, I decided to take the time to cook new dishes, bake bread. I made food an event um, as such. That's how I described it to my brother. Just so I could keep it interesting for myself. I don't know if you you did anything uh, similar to that as well, just making those little, little tasks a bit more interesting for yourself. I felt like it was a moment where I could really slow down and enjoy every part of the process, even if it's just chopping something up, just doing it, you know, really being there, focused and in the zone whilst I'm doing it, just to enjoy every little bit of it, rather than rushing through it, just eating for eating's sake. And in doing that, I could then forget about the stress and the losses of lockdown. And I'd also then benefit with a delicious meal or a beautiful loaf of bread. I'm not someone who is massively into baking. If I was, I would be the size of a house because I would just want to eat, eat it all, Um, like cookies, cake, and uh, just nibbling uh, the mix when it's not even cooked, the raw mix as I go. So many dangers. Um, I think actually now I've probably become um, better at sharing it, um, giving it away. It's just so nice to be able to produce something like that and and watch someone else's enjoyment as they eat it. And hopefully they don't waste it. Otherwise, I will sit there, be, sit there and be giving them the eye of, why are you wasting my delicious handmade food? Please, don't waste it. Finish it. Um, so yeah, so... <laughs> little rant. So when I'm, I'm making my, my bread, you know, it's going to be... It's going to be on the healthier side of bread. It's packed with seeds and nuts and it's wholemeal. So there's a lot of justification in there that this bread is actually good for me and beneficial to me, right? Something like that. Doing these tasks, um, like baking and cooking um, and enjoying every little moment of them really allowed me to relax and slow down. It's practically like a way of meditation for me. Um, if you have me on Instagram, you'll, you'll have seen that I've been making um, clay pots and little sculptures. Just doing tasks like that, again, just allow me to slow my mind down. I'm focused on what I'm doing. Any other kind of thought um, doesn't really come into my head when I'm when I'm doing that, getting into that zone again. Um, just as the same as in hairdressing as well. It's all all very relaxing, definitely my form of meditation. I think if I um, hadn't made the decision to move and was very fortunate 
to score such a welcoming group of housemates who I expressed my uh, appreciation to um, more, you know, every now and again, more often than not, whatever. Um, they know it. Um, my mental and physical health would have just continued going downhill. I'd recommend anyone who is living somewhere that makes them unhappy and it's possible for you to move, do it. There are no words for how important it is to think of you. You are number one at the end of the day and if we don't have our physical or mental well-being, we're not we're not much, are we? We're not really anything without that. I know I'm I'm rubbish if I don't have that. So I've just had to sort of discover the ways that it um like what it takes for me to keep that all in check. I definitely have to add um working out has been a thing now. I've always tried to give time to it but I can never commit to it um, or I just get bored of it. But um, now that I have my training buddy, Nelson, thank you so much for um, pushing me to keep doing it and just being a really good workout buddy. We massively spur each other on. So if, if you can find someone that can do that for you, and and tell you to just keep going when you're being a whiny little mm-hmm. Find someone that can do that because it definitely makes me want to keep on going. And I think it's put that perseverance to keep trying in other areas of my life. And then I don't want to, I don't really want to eat kind of crappy because I'm putting the effort in the workout. So just have to add that in as well about working out because it it plays a massive part for me anyway um I know I know how much I've struggled with that to commit to it like mm. um so I really hope you enjoyed this little short episode with me today I don't know what to call it yet like a mini-sode or a mental health check-in I'd love to share more um things that make me kind of tick and keep me on my, keep me on track of where I like to be, keep me balanced um, because there's a lot more things in, you know, friends and whatever else. Maybe you can take something away from this episode as well. I'd love to do more of these. It's really, it makes me look back into myself Um and, well, it's made me look back over the past year as well, which is uh, has its good moments and also its very crappy moments. But without the crappy moments, I couldn't really have the good moments either. Um, and sometimes in those moments where we struggle or it's difficult, it's hard, whatever like that, we can really learn a lot from ourselves. And I know it sounds really cliche. It's really true. 
how much we can grow from it. So, yeah, anyway, I look forward to being here with you again in future episodes like this. Have a great day. Take a minute for yourself. And make the most of what you can with what you have. Thank you. You can follow Our Story on Spotify. Just search Our Story followed by Todd, and that's with two Ds. If you're on Instagram, find the account Our Story Cast. In the bio, there is a link which will take you directly to the podcast.